Okay, guys, bear with me because I have, like, allergies and, again, don't have the corona, <laughs> but I have allergies right now and I keep, like, I don't know, my voice is kind of weird and I keep swallowing a lot, you know, I got drainage, whatever. But anyways, not the point. So, I have been kind of chaotic with what I want to talk about and whenever I decide to do a podcast because I'm not always in the mood and so... When inspiration strikes, which is always very random for me, um, I will just record my thoughts and then if it's something I feel like is okay to post because I get my point across and it's something interesting and I want people to read about, then, um, then I'll post it. But I don't plan them, I don't write them out, which I really should if I want to make it decent. <laughs> but um, there's one specific topic that... I not necessarily had wanted to put on the podcast, but this has been, since the beginning of the year, it's been a topic that's been weighing on me, and I wanted to speak out about it for a really long time, and sometimes I occasionally do a little bit, but um, I've never, like, fully went into detail about, like, my experiences with this topic, and I've recorded a lot of just, for the most part, self-healing recordings talking about it for myself, that get very emotional, but um, none of those were really organized or well said enough to post and (laughs) everything. So I decided that maybe I should go ahead and just try to organize my thoughts about it and talk about it. And um, that topic, a pretty, shouldn't be controversial, but pretty touchy subject that people don't necessarily like to talk about is uh, rape. And, um, I feel like it's very complicated in the aspect that you think you you think you would know where everyone would stand on this kind of subject. We all say like no, like if you were raped that's terrible, you know, whatever, everything like that. But whenever it comes down to the situations of real life, people are either like kind of like, "Oh, but did that really happen?" and "Do we really know, you know, everything like that? Do we have all the facts?" Um, and also if it's someone that they know, um, and they think is a good person or it's their family or their friend, it's like, oh my gosh, like, no, they're, they're not capable of that. You know, it immediately becomes something like it's not black and white anymore. It's not, oh yes, of course I'm against rape. But then, you know, it gets into the supposed gray area where it's like, oh, well wait, um, now I don't actually think rape is terrible because I'm not understanding the full effect of the situation and I'm too close to it or I'm jaded or um, I have a different perspective which is I'm trying to think of the word it's killing me here you know not clear um and so me personally uh I am um a rape victim you know technically um and a victim of sexual assault many times and um Here's, there's such a stigma about being the victim. And the biggest problem that I'm seeing today, currently in our age, is that people really think we want to be a victim. I don't know if it's because people think that there's power in being the victim, and so they, they think people want that kind of power. And don't get me wrong, I completely understand there are occasional cases where 
women will lie or, you know, men can also lie and say that they were raped um, when they weren't, which is a horrible, horrible thing. And I think that they should get jail time for falsely accusing someone like that. At the same time, I understand that they don't do that, the judicial system now, simply because it is considered scaring away true victims, which is understandable. It's really complicated. I just, you know, just be honest. But those cases are so rare and people are taking that small percentage of lying people that are not actual true victims and falsely accusing someone and they're completely misreading all of the other victims because of a very very few amount of people and here's the thing here's a really big thing i don't think people understand you don't want to be a victim no one wants to be a victim of something i can guarantee you that um and a lot of times women or other victims of sexual assault um i'm just naturally it's a habit for me to say women but whenever i say that just please remember it's included all rape victims or sexual assault victims um but a lot of us for the longest time we can't even emotionally confront the experience that's happened to us so so many of us want to brush it off and pretend that that wasn't rape or that wasn't sexual assault we try to convince not only ourselves but everyone around us or anybody that knew that that's not what happened because we don't want to be known as a victim because here's what happens whenever you fall victim to something like this whenever you realize and you fully confront the fact that you were victimized at the hands of someone else and they violated you very, very intimately, um, it is a crashing moment for you. Because now you're not a person, you're a victim. You're someone completely different. You're not someone that does certain things that you did before in your normal life. You don't go out, say, or you don't put yourself in situations where you're around men or stuff like that because it's like you think once you're this victim people can just smell it on you and they know that you're a victim and they know you're easy prey and if it happened once why wouldn't it happen again your life becomes very very small because you're so scared that because you were a victim before you're it's you're going to be a victim again and that's really one of the biggest problems in the sense that because it takes such a long time to psychologically process an experience of that traumatic magnitude, um, people may not come out about their experience until years later. And then people love to use this line, well, why didn't you, why did you wait all this time? Why didn't you come for it sooner? You know, and then it's like, well, if you were questioning if it was rape, then maybe it wasn't rape. (laughs) And it's like, until you're put in that situation, you are not going to understand it. I can guarantee you that. And there's also this really hard thing that you go through after an experience like that. And um, that's the fact that 
you have a lot of anger. And that happened to me. That was one of my biggest problems. Um, I was constantly holding on to this severe rage inside me. And I got to a point where I, I was a total man-hater. I mean, not just a man-hater. Well, I was. I hated men. I thought they were complete garbage. Not just because I had experienced that one experience, but also I experienced so many things on the day-to-day. I try to explain this to my guy friends and everything like that. I work at a restaurant. I've been in the restaurant industry five years. The amount of times, pretty much every time I go into work and I'm just trying to do my job and a guy hits on me, tries to, you know, whatever, give me his number at work and I'm just trying to do my job, you know, or at the gas station when they whisk, the guys will be at the pumps whistling at me while I walk by and I'm like, what, you know, it's all of this stuff that becomes even more sensitive to you because you already feel so violated by someone else. And so you blame the you blame them as a whole. You blame men as a whole. And um and I think why I put on such a facade of rage um that I hated men was because I didn't want to admit that I was just scared of them. I was truly terrified of men. I could not be alone with a man. Um, I, I was very, I was terrified of them. I was so scared that something was going to happen again or that, you know, I just, I never trusted. I always had in the back of my head, if I was around a guy, like he's capable of that physically, even if I don't feel like he would physically, he has the ability to overpower me. And because I have been overpowered and sexually assaulted forcefully before, it makes it where it's like, you're so scared, you know, and you're, it is so hard to just constantly live in fear. Because like I said, um, there's a Netflix series out there. Uh, actually, I'll look it up right now. Um, I had put it in my notes and it was really incredible. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry, I'm taking so long, guys. Um, it is called Unbelievable. And it's actually a true story about this girl who was raped by a serial rapist. And no one believed her for the longest time. And uh, it was just this really incredible show. Um, it's, it's extremely hard to watch, especially if you are someone that's experienced that. Um, but if you can handle it, I highly recommend you watch it. Um, and there is actually this part that was huge for me. And, um, this woman, she stood up in court and she addressed the man who had raped her. And this is what she said. She said, why did you pick me? What was I doing to make you want to come for me? I'm so scared of doing it again. I don't water my lawn. I don't read by the window. They say routine will make you vulnerable, so anything routine I just stopped doing. It made my world so very small, and I don't feel safe. I think if I just knew what it was, what I did, if I knew what that one thing was, maybe then I could stop doing it, and then maybe I could get my life back again. And that is such a powerful statement, because that's exactly what you want. 
you want to know you feel like you are the problem that you must have you must have done something to give them the indication that it was okay that what you were wearing or you know maybe you shouldn't have been drinking a little bit that night or maybe you shouldn't have been so friendly with him or or anything you have these questions and you think was it me what did i do why did someone choose me and let me tell you they did not choose you they would have chosen anybody in the opportunity you were in the wrong place at the wrong time that is not your fault and don't ever let anybody tell you that it was your fault um sorry i got very passionate right there (laughs) um and to end this i guess in a little bit i'm going to actually give you guys some little bit of personal feelings from me that i experienced um I, I've been sexually assaulted and raped more than once in my lifetime over the years. And only one time did it really affect me. And that was about two years ago. And, um, I had thought I moved on from it. And then, um, at the beginning of this year, it was brought to my attention uh, I had been having these nightmares suddenly of referring back to this experience and it was weighing a lot on me and I didn't really know what it meant and I wanted to talk to someone about it. So one night, um, after hanging out with one of my friends, you know, we were just chilling, talking, hanging out. Um, and I, I decided to bring this up to her because I wanted to have the catharticism of speaking to someone about it and maybe getting some way to cope with it better. And um, after I was almost finished, she stopped me and she asked me the guy's name. And we're, I trust her, so I told her his name. And she immediately pulls out her phone and she pulls out this guy uh, on Instagram or Facebook or something. And she shows him to me and says, is this him? And it was. And then she responds to me and she says he did the exact same thing to me in that moment I can't exactly tell you how I felt because it was a lot um it was a mixture of burning hate and anger because I wanted not only justice but I wanted this man to suffer I I wanted him to die and it was, I couldn't, I just, I couldn't believe that, that this was real. And, um, and then another really odd feeling that I felt was I was jealous. Um, I was jealous of her because for some odd reason, I felt like whenever she said that, that she was saying she had slept with my boyfriend or something. That was kind of the jealousy that I felt. And I realized the reason why I felt that way was because this guy, he was very manipulative and for the longest time can convince me that, you know, what happened was not that. And um, I just let myself live in blindness because it was better than feeling like it really happened. Um, And by her saying that he had also done the same thing to her. It made me feel like, 
basically, at least if he had only done it to me, it made me special. Maybe, maybe I had some special quality that he just couldn't help himself. And the fact that he had would had done it to someone else, which definitely probably meant that he'd done it to many other girls, um, meant that I meant nothing. That what he took from me was just another day for him. Him ruining my life, my views on love, men, um, people, connection. Um, I truly, I lost my faith in humanity, which is a very big thing for me. And I've gained it back. Absolutely. I don't believe everyone's bad, but for so long, I truly couldn't believe that someone could, could be that evil. I couldn't grasp that. And, um, I remember during the time after I found out and I realized and confronted everything, what he did to me, he had been to my apartment multiple times. Um, and I remember I was so angry at myself and everyone. And I was so angry. I was even mad at my cat. And I remember I would look at my cat while I was sobbing and I would scream at my cat and I'd say, why, why did you let him do that to me? You know, aren't, aren't animals supposed to have this instinct of whenever people are bad? You know, why, why didn't you attack him or why didn't you hiss at him? Like, why didn't you warn me? Why, why did you let that happen to me? He's a, he's a cat. I was so messed up. I was mad at my cat for not protecting me. And that's a horrible feeling. So I have a lot to say on this subject. I have so much. I could go on for literal hours, days maybe. Um, But I won't because if you're listening to this, the reason why I'm sharing this is for two reasons. One, it's for people who might have that skepticism whenever they hear that some something happened to someone like rape or sexual assault and you haven't been through it um if you don't want to get involved in it you know it's not your place it's not your business um you know whatever don't talk about it don't act like you know if you don't know about it i'm not saying completely immediately be like okay you know what I hate this person you know I'd probably try to steer clear from them um but do not discredit the victim don't go on Facebook don't go on Twitter and say oh I'm so sure this person uh this person's crazy I remember one time in the in the seventh grade they said blah blah like do not don't you ever dare try to discredit someone who is opening up about something that is a very very difficult for them And two, (laughs) if you are, have been a victim and are a survivor of sexual assault and rape, please, please know, no one can tell you how to cope with your experience. No one gets to tell you what to do, what happened to you. You have to figure that out on yourself. And you deserve 
to do it however you need to, and you have to do that. I'm not saying you should turn to drugs, you should, you know, hurt yourself. If that's what you need to do, I completely get that. I've been there. But you need to understand you are worthy. You are not just a victim. You're a person first. You are beautiful. You did not deserve what happened to you. No one deserves that. It was not your fault. So let yourself be forgiven. Get that out of your head because it was not your fault. And you're strong. You're going to get through this. And if you need help, ask for help. If you need, ask help from me. I don't care. Anybody. But I'm here. I get it. And you got this. And I went on a tangent, but that's what happens whenever I'm talking about the real stuff. So I'm sending all of you guys big love. Lots of love. Bye.